I wanted to start off tonight's show with a small recap of the live show from last week, which if you missed it, you missed a good one. But I can say if you missed it, there'll be more. That that wasn't that was by far not the last time I'm gonna do a live audience show because when I say it was so much fun um, to have everybody right with me kind of talking at the same time. Um, it was a good time. So if you missed it, you missed a good show. You missed a good time. However, it's going to happen again. It will definitely uh, be another one. Um, honestly, I feel like that's the way to go. Like, that's the best way to do this, I think, with everybody right in front of you. Of course, I'm back to my wine. Um, I strayed away from it for a little bit, but she back. She made her appearance back. Um, she couldn't be gone for too long. But um, if you was at the live show, I want some feedback from that. If you was at the live show, um, oh, sorry guys. If you were there, let me know how y'all felt about it. Um, cause uh, it was a good time for me. Um, and I talked to a few people after the show was over and they said the same thing. They said they had a good time. You know, the topics were good. They talked about, <laughs> Hey, um, how do you even on here? But, um, yeah. So if you was there, hop in and let us know what you felt about it. In the meantime, we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it moving. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who actually came out um, to celebrate my six months with me. Um, it was six months. That was the, the reason why we did the show. It was my six month anniversary. So we will be doing it again at a year. So a year will bring us to February. So around February, expect another one. So kind of be ready around like Valentine's day ish. Um, to to be with us on another live show we got some good other goodies coming up in, in the meantime but that's gonna be my major um my major one and i'm gonna plan that over like the next six months so it'll be a good time it'll be a live show it's gonna be a whole good time um so like i said that should be around february because that's when i hit a year of doing this so um yeah we're gonna celebrate we're gonna celebrate it big um i know that's right leo gang hey <laughs> all right so everybody that know me know I'm, I'm a big leo like i'm a leo to my heart so all leos we all we a gang so jamar just said jamar just came in here leo too um so again like i said the live show was amazing we had a ball if you did not make it for whatever reason that's fine it's okay it was the first one it's the first one in many because like i said i'll be doing it again in february which will be a year um of me doing this so just look out for that. It, it's going to be a good time again. Um, <laughs> Leo gang is in the building. Hey, um, I love it. I love the representation. Um, so, but like I said, if you was at the live show, I want some feedback from you. Um, if you were not at the live show and you want to be invited to the next one, let me know. I'll make sure you're you're definitely invited because, like I said, everybody is definitely invited. It was a good time. So, again, if you weren't there, just let me know. I definitely will make sure you're at the next one. Also, um, if you've been watching or listening to Grown as Fuck, the podcast, um, you know that we talk about all grown-up shit here, right? So this next segment of um, 
episodes, I want it to be a little bit different. Of course, we still going to talk our shit, but I want it to be a tiny bit different. Um, I want all of the, um, if you have your own anything, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're putting your business out, whatever it is, I want to have you on, whether it's here with me in my podcast studio or if it's this live on um, live chat on the internet, like I want to, I want to be able to use my platform and use this platform to bring awareness to other people's businesses as well. No charge. I'm not charging anybody anything for a promo or nothing like that. Um, just let me know, inbox me, but inbox me on my Instagram. Um, I have an Instagram is grown underscore AF the pot inbox me over there. If you have your own um, clothing line or your own business, whatever you're doing, um, as an entrepreneur, let me know. And I, like I said, I, I'll either have you on here with me or we'll do it. Um, I'll just add you to the chat on Facebook so you can introduce your products or what you do to, you know, the people that watch my show. Um, that's something that I've been wanting to do. And that's something that's been on my heart to do. But I wanted to wait a little bit um, in order to to do that for for my for my people. Um, but anyway. Getting into our grown as fuck topics as I take a sip of my wine because it's about to get juicy. Getting into that. Um, I want to talk about mental health where it pertains to sex. What would make you think and what kind of relationship or what in your relationship could make you go out on a limb like the girl? And I know y'all all, all have seen it in the news. The girl Carly Russell. Now, Carly, um, now, Carly, she, I got you, Jamar. Just let me know. Uh, message me. Uh, Carly definitely went out on the limb when it came to her boyfriend. And I know we've seen all the memes. We've seen it all in the news or whatever. She, um, for lack of a better term, kidnapped herself. Um, she decided that because he was doing whatever he was doing, cheating on her or whatever the case may be she decided to kidnap herself and go missing now nobody knows exactly why she decided to do this um aside from the fact that you know we've all heard that her boyfriend was cheating on her she lost her job blah 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 but what in your mind would make you or is there anything that that your mate could do man or woman that would make you say hmm I'm going to go ahead and uh, make up this whole elaborate story. And like I said, for lack of better words, kidnap myself. I'm going to just go missing for a couple of days. And um, like maybe that'll get him back. Like, I don't know what her mindset was or what she thought would happen from her going missing for that amount of time. But um, yeah, like, so I, for me, I think, and this is on just my personal opinion, um, I think that there has to be some sort of something going on with her mentally. Like she cannot have been in her right mind and decided to to kidnap herself. No way. Um Right. And that's what I said. So Jamar says nothing whatsoever. If I want to go missing, I'll get a hotel room. And that was right. So she could have very well. She could have very easily just said, listen, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed. I need a break. 
I'm not going to tell anybody, but I'm going to just go get me a hotel room, check in and just check off the grid for a couple of days and get myself together. She would have been completely within her rights and completely fine to have done that. That would not have been a problem at all. Actually, that would have probably been applauded because that's her taking responsibility for her own mental stability. The fact that she decided and she thought that it was okay for her to make up this elaborate story, call the cops, report a kid on it, like that was too much. So that in itself, I think is where she crossed the line um, because there has been plenty of times when you get overwhelmed just with life period, not even just with your mate, but just with life period. And you need a break. You need a mental checkout. I'm going to just take a break. I'm going to go get myself together. I'll be back when I be back. Again, she would have been, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm touching stuff. Again, she would have been well within her rights to have done that. Um, with no questions asked from anybody. Um, right, she made it up. She went through with the whole plan. She called 911. She, she just wanted the attention. She wanted the whole attention of the whole situation, which is where, like I said, which is where she went wrong. I feel like she wanted sympathy. She wanted people to feel bad for her. And that's all well and fine. But I feel as though when she went as far as to make up the baby on the highway and call 911 and make her family go on the news and, you know, and plead for her safe return and all of these people putting up money for her to... um you know, for them to bring her back, like, like money, like it's, it was too much. It was definitely too much. So I said that to say, is there anything that your mate could do to make you take it that far? Now we've all heard in the news and we've all, know, we probably all know somebody who misses Miss Jessie Smollett. <laughs> that's what they've been calling her. They've been calling her Carly Smollett. Um, that's her new name, but I know we've all heard or know people or whatever who have done things out of the heat of passion like you may get into a fight with a girl that you think your boyfriend is cheating on you with you may hell we've even heard of people you know killing people or unalive i'm sorry unaliving people um because they were cheating on them those are like unfortunately those are kind of like normal things like the heat of the moment um <laughs> she thought she was the dude from empire really so um, we've all heard of people unaliving people because they think that, you know, their mate is cheating or they catch their mate cheating or girls fighting girls or even guys fighting guys over a girl. But never do we see. This is the first time. This is the very first time. And for me, at least, I can't say. But for me, this is the very first time that I've ever heard of somebody straight kidnapping themselves because their boyfriend cheating. Like, I'm going to just kidnap myself. So that was that was a lot for me. And that was... um. That was just weighing heavy on me because I just felt like if she wanted to do that, she could have done it in a way better way than that, than kidnapping herself and now getting herself potentially in trouble. Um, so now she's potentially, you know, facing charges, um, whether it be jail time or not, but she's under... Um, right, right. I, I don't know. I just don't see, I just don't see at this age anyway. Now, I don't know. She's 25, y'all. So everybody that's on here saying, no, no, no. We all, you know, of a certain age. She's 25. 
Right. And she Googled, she Googled things to say, to try to figure out, you know, what to do. But like I said, all of us on here that are common, we're all of a certain age and it ain't that much love in the world. And she's 25 though. So think of like your 25 year old self, like your, your younger self, like what in a relationship would make the 25 year old you jump off the deep end, not the 40 some odd year old you that we all are the 25 year old you. I ain't even at 25 kidnapping myself. I mean, I, I can't see it either. I, I would be scared. At 25, I think I would be scared. Like the 40-some-odd-year-old me now know that that's crazy. But the 25-year-old me would have been scared. Like if I do this, am I going to get in trouble? Like I would have had all kinds of the questions in my own mind and be to talk myself out of it before I could carry it out. Like because she said, all right, I'm getting in my car. This is the day. I'm going to pull over to the side of the road. And I'm going to do this. Like, what? I would have kept right on driving. I wouldn't have carried that plan through at all. That would have been in my head and in my head only. That's what I said. She might as well went on a vacation and didn't tell nobody. And just let them be looking for her. And then just pop back up like, yo, what's up? Like, I, I needed a vacation. I, I'm back. Like, what's, what, what's up? But she took it a step further. And, yeah, now we where we are with her. But, um... That was that. I just I just felt like I needed to put my two cents in on that whole Carly Russell, Carly, a.k.a. Carly Smollett <laughs> situation. And I usually don't. I usually don't get involved in the, the political things that's going on or even the things like that that go on in social media. But that was that was a bit much. That was a bit much for me. Um, and I just felt like I need I wanted to put my two cents in um, on it. But now on to our regular topics. I have a question. I got a couple guys on right now. Um, I hope they're still on. I have a question for you. Like, what is a good way for your girlfriend, wife, fiance, um, significant other to ask for sex? Like, is it a way that she should ask? Or I think I was told that we have a way of just kind of insinuating it. Like, what's the best way for your significant other to, to let you know that they want sexy time? with you either now or later on tonight or um whenever like this is this is what i want and this is what i need right now because for me i think for most women i'll say i can't speak for all women but for most women we are afraid of i guess rejection and you saying not right now i don't feel like it or you not wanting it so i guess it's easier for us to insinuate it or or um, kind of nudge it on or like do the whole like get in the bed, put our butt on you, whatever, um, to insinuate it than to come straight out and ask for it. Uh-oh, we have, we have an answer. He says, some females are outright with it now. I have females like you bringing the, like, like you bring the dick over. Wait a minute, man. So if somebody come to you and say, hey, yo, bring that, bring that, or call you and be like, bring that dick over tonight. Like, what, what you going to say? Like, you're going to be like, hold up. Wait a minute. That was too forward. Or are you going to be like, all right, I'm on my way. No man is going to say not, 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 not tonight. I mean, maybe. You could have had a long day at work. You could have just got bad news. You could have just, you know. It could have been something like the kids could have been get, like anything you came in the house and dinner wasn't cooked. So that irritated you. So now you don't want to have sex. Like it could be anything. 
So Mr. Capel said he's bringing it. You bringing it over. It ain't that much. <laughs> well, listen, I, I'm that's you, sir. And all men may not feel the same. So like that song say, and it's so funny because I think it's so hilarious. Um, <laughs> she'd be like, come here, bring that dick here. Like, is that for your girlfriend? Or what if, all right, what if, let's flip it. What if she not your girlfriend? She's just some girl that want to have sex with you. You never had sex with her before. And she walk up to you in the club and be like, you know, like, come here. I got to tell you something. And she whisper in your ear, bring that dick over later. You bringing it to her or not? <laughs> I know, right? So he said, my girl start rubbing or I come upstairs and she naked. She ain't got an ex. Right. That's what I'm saying. Seven years. You already know. So you know what it's hitting for. As soon as she go upstairs and give you that look, it's like, nigga, let's go. Like, let's like make your way up these steps. Like, do you need to be asked or are you okay with the insinuation? Like, like, let's go. Depends on how many drinks. <laughs> so alcohol plays a part. So if you had too much to drink, then maybe not. Maybe, or maybe you already upstairs waiting for her. Who knows? That's okay. So he said now that's scary because it could be a setup. So it could be a setup for her to come up to you and be like, so you ain't going. So you like, nah, I'm cool. I'm good. Y'all, this wine is so good. I'm sorry. If you know what kind of wine it is, you know, but it's so tasty. Um, but I might want to slow down on it because although it's very tasty, it's very, I feel like it's very high in alcohol content for me at least. Um, but right. So, <laughs> so if it, so if you're not in a relationship and it, you don't feel as though that's too aggressive. Like, do men like aggressive women? Like, is aggression a turn off? Because I feel like sometimes when women are too aggressive, when women are too aggressive, guys think twice. Like, like, uh, like Bruce said, he said it could be a setup. So you start to think like, this woman really coming on to me like this. Like, is this woman really telling me she want to have sex with me and we just met how many other guys is she saying this to like things start to go through your mind so you have to you have to think about it so you're saying aggression is a turn on but you just said it might be a setup at the same time so you can't have it both ways i guess it's a turn on when it's your significant other but if it's a if it's not your significant other and it's just a random person, say in a bar club, you meet them in a, in a grocery store, they like the way you look, you got on gray sweatpants, she saw you printing your gray sweatpants in the market, now she want to try and get a little bit. Like, is that too forward? Is that too straight or not? More aggressive, you definitely double think it. Right. So you, you think, you double thinking about it, like, hold on. She got to have something because she ain't just like, I ain't that. I don't look that good for nobody to just want to have sex with me out of the blue. So is this A, a setup? Is it, is it B, this girl just go around here sleeping with everybody? Or, you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's her deal? Like, nah, I'm good. So you already like, nah, I'm good. I'm not doing this. Like she keep that over there, miss ma'am. I can hear him now. Keep that over there, miss ma'am. No, thank you. So 
Okay, so but with your girl, it's a turn on. So if your girl grab you by your collar and be like, let's go, you ready? Well, I should, oh, I, never mind. I know the answer to that with Mr. Capel. I already know the answer to that. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying y'all name as if I'm not recording, but whatever. Um, Y'all be all right. Or she got the clap and trying to pass it out. Ew, true, right? But hopefully you will wear a condom anyway. So, I mean, even though I just had the conversation of condoms not, you know, curing everything. But like you said, she probably got something and she's trying to give it to as many people as she can. Because people think crazy like somebody gave it to me. So now I'm going to give it to everybody. Um, what could be worse? He said it could be could be worse. I don't know what could be worse. But again, I feel like I feel like you know, um, you gotta be you just gotta be careful. Like aggressiveness is a turn on, I guess. However, we look at it as, and this is just me, I can't speak for all women, but we look at it as she could give you them letters. I know that's right, letters that you can't get rid of. Um, we look at it as for us, for women, men are natural hunters. So we look for y'all to come to us, to approach us for it to be, um, for, for y'all to, for y'all to just hunt, like hunt us. So it's not in our nature normally for us to go after the men. And a lot of men, that's a turnoff for them. Like they have a woman who's, you know, constantly coming after them, constantly asking them to see them, constantly wanting to go out on a date, not even just for sex, but just constantly, constantly after them. Y'all be like, oh, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm good. But then for a woman who's constant, who you're chasing, you'll chase her to the ends of the earth. You, you, um, every now and then take the win. <laughs> But for a woman who you want, who's not chasing you, nine times out of ten, you already know what you want. So you want to chase that woman to the ends of the earth until you catch her. But on the other hand, if a woman is chasing you, you like, man, something got to be wrong with her. Like, what the hell? She chasing me all crazy. So I think for men and for women, it's it's a mind thing. It's a, it's a who thing. It's a... <laughs> It's a, if I want you, you can chase me. If I want you, you being aggressive is a turn on. But if I don't, it's, it's a turn off. So I guess it's a double-edged sword. Okay. <laughs> so you think that's a back-in-the-day thing. So you think that us wanting men to court us is... Um, is is a back in the day thing so you're saying that that's a like that's a a old thing like that's not this generation is different and i agree i agree to a certain extent that this this our generation the generation that we're living in now because i won't claim it because i'm not that way um the generation that we living in now um is a little different it's a lot different because we went over a couple of shows ago um even social media even the way they date nowadays is different. So everything about this day and age is different. Um, listen, come take. <laughs> All right. So some random chick on the street is going to just come in and take it. And then how you going to feel about that? You don't want that. So that's not, that's not actually what you want. You saying, listen, come take it. Meaning your girlfriend, come take it or your wife or your, 
whatever your significant other come take it not just some random person on the street okay so that so now you just you cleared it up you said he said no man that you're with is gonna right so that means men that you're with your boyfriend your significant other is not gonna say that but some random on the street you gonna feel some type of way about you gonna feel some type of way about her trying to come and touch and take or whatever so now would you be open to okay so if your partner had a fantasy that you was completely like eh, nah that's not my swiss i'm not cool with it would you try it for them or or i'm gonna play devil's advocate would you try it for them or would you be okay with them trying it outside of the relationship to get that fantasy fulfilled for them would you be okay with that? Just a question. I think that was one of my questions for the live show, but things got so crazy in there that I, I don't think I got to it. So I kind of saved it for today, um, for today's show. Um, or actually, I'm okay, if I'm, I can't remember, but I think we may have touched on it um, way back when I first started. Um, but that's the question that I had for, particularly for men. Like, cause men have, I feel like men in sex and men in relationships have more hangups and inhibitions than women, I would say, because men always have to watch their, men always have to watch their masculinity. Men have to always make sure that it, what, what he doing is not too gay. Um, so I feel like men that's i guess that's more of a question for the men because if your girlfriend has a fantasy that she wants to fulfill and it's not exactly your twist would you do it for her or would you be like nah babe i i, I can't do that but all right go ahead and try it out with whoever right so no and no or depends if it's my wife i'm not sharing if it's yes threesome any other fantasies uh okay so if it's okay so he said if his wife if it's his wife he's not sharing now okay so question so you don't you're not willing to fulfill whatever fantasy it is if it's too crazy right because like i said i feel like men have more hang-ups with that kind of thing than women um so if you're not willing to do it and you're not willing to share her or allow her to explore that fantasy outside of your relationship, would you be okay? Like, would you come to some kind of compromise with her? Like, okay, maybe I'm not willing to go that far, but we could go here and I'll let you, or I allow you to do this, but we ain't going that far. Like you taking it too far trying to go all the way over there, but I'm gonna let you go right here. Like, would you allow her to at least explore it in that way, if that makes sense? I mean, because I feel like those are, these are reasons why people, and I won't say women, but people in general tend to step out of their relationships because they have things that they want to do or things that they want done. And their partner is like, nope, uh, nope, hard no, not going to do it. Not even going to talk about it. Not going to explore it. We're not doing anything like that. And I'm done with it. Don't bring it up again. So I feel like these are ways that other people creep into your relationship because 
maybe it's something that she really, really, really is into and she really want to try, but she really love you and she want to do it with you. We can okay, so he said we can compromise. I just don't want to be there because it can affect your feelings and as a man, I'd rather not know. So you would allow her to explore it with another man just so you don't know about it you don't want to hear anything else about it i don't like that answer jamar i don't like that for them i don't like that for you leo i, I don't like we leos we don't do that i don't like that for you however we are very selfish people because i'm very selfish as well but i would rather like for it to be okay i'm not going to allow you to step outside of our relationship but however we're going to compromise and we're going to do this but you're not allowed to go be with another man. That's another person to me is completely out of, out of, out of the question. Okay. Right. And I get that. No other, he said no other penises is allowed in his space. Right. So, and that's for me too. Like I'm not sharing. So I'm more willing to compromise with my partner rather than allow him to go out and seek someone else to fulfill that fantasy because you don't know how far that other person is going to take it you don't know what's going on she may be end up being in danger like you never know what will happen so at the same time i feel like for me and for my personal for my personal life i would say i would rather compromise than allow him to explore someone else in that case like if it's if it's a fantasy of his and it's a hard no for me. Like, I ain't doing that. That's a no. I would rather have the conversation and try to figure out where we can meet in the middle rather than allow another person into our personal life because that just causes, for me, that just brings in all kinds of other issues. That just brings up all kinds of other problems because now she constantly in her head about what you did with this girl, which, you know, whatever, or vice versa. He in his head about what you did with this guy. So I feel like your relationship would never be the same. And to me, over a fantasy, it's not worth it. I feel like it's not worth it. I feel like it's not worth it in my relationship over a fantasy to um, for that to be why there's a disconnect in our relationship. Right. It definitely is a compromise situation. Like, hell no what? What are you saying hell no to? Hell no to the compromise or hell no to whatever it is, to the, your other person um, being with someone else. Y'all see, I had half the glass of this wine already, so these comments about to get a little blurry, um, but I'm here. <laughs> so tasty i'm gonna get y'all some you want some of what i'm drinking for, for the next show so y'all can drink the same thing i'm drinking let me know because i'm gonna get you some because it's good um and don't be judging me either for y'all who knows what it is don't judge don't judge my life um but for me i think fantasies are a very very hot topic i think fantasies nowadays aren't as far-fetched as they were when i was coming up in the or when a lot, like I said, a lot of people who are on my, who are on a, a part of this conversation, when we were growing up dating, it was way different. And things that are done very openly and very, you know, without an issue, without a second thought, things that are done now were not done when we were dating. It was like, ill, yuck, you do that, you nasty. Um, I 
Okay, so he said now if it's a reasonable one like sex on the beach, sex at the movies, in a club, or does it or okay, right? That kind of stuff is always good. I feel like that kind of stuff is fun. I don't feel like I mean I guess it could be a fantasy. I feel like that kind of stuff is just fun. It's it's something that you could do to spice up your life. Like I think it's just the thrill of maybe getting caught and stuff like that. And um, I think that's I think that's reasonable as well. I think all of those things are very reasonable. And very, and I don't think they're hard to do. I think doing them is um, it's pretty safe. It's especially when you're with the person that you're with. It's not a random person. You didn't just meet them. Because um, I know sometimes, you know, sex on the beach. Well, I don't know. People go to different cities and different states and um, do crazy stuff. So as long as it's with your person, um, I think it could be fun. Um, as long as it's not with a random. Um, I think it could be very fun and um, right <laughs> with your partner. All oh, that's a hoe. You calling your partner a hoe? No, it's a go. And that's what I'm saying. All of that's a go with your partner. I mean, hard stuff like like threesomes or like um, like tying someone up, like blindfolds, like uh, like anal, like willy nilly, as we call it on this um, podcast. Um, like some of those other things that I learned uh, a couple weeks ago that I was so fascinated with, um, with knowing like the, the hard stuff, like the, the snowballing thing that I learned. Um, I don't know if y'all were here for that, but I, I learned what a snowball was and every man on my live was like, that's nasty. Hell no. So, um, I mean, things like that, like things that are actually like not normal things that normal people do. But like I said, Right now in the society we live in now, I don't know what's normal and what's not normal because I was told that I'm a very vanilla person. I thought I was I thought I was doing some stuff, but apparently I ain't doing nothing. Um <laughs> don't touch my butter, we rumbling. Well, I heard of some stuff that guys, you know, what about a rim job? So she can't give you a rim job? Like I I, I heard that that's very enjoyable for men, and that's not for, to me, if your girlfriend does it to you, that's not gay. And I heard it feels very wonderful. So what do you mean? Like, you got to be more specific when you say don't touch. Because touching and entering is two different things. Hmm. So you got to be a little careful when you say that. Because you may be missing out on something that's a little enjoyable, from what I understand, um, for guys. So... I don't know. So while, while I let uh, Jamar ponder on that question for him, because he said, don't touch his butt. And I said, you know, I learned that a rim job was, you know, very good for men. Let me let him ponder on that for a moment. What do y'all think about um, lack of attention? So do you think, that lack of attention is the reason for people to cheat. Me personally, I say yes. I say 80% of the time, relationships have problems when there's no, when there's a lack of attention. Um, I know, like I say, I can only speak for me when I say, um, attention is very necessary because although you may get 
Right, because although you may get all of the attention in the world from every man outside, when you walk outside, when you're on social media, you can have 29 men in your DMs. But if it's not that man that you want the attention from, it's always hard. So if I'm not getting the attention from who I want it from, but I'm getting it from, you know, 10 other men, and I decide to choose one of those men to stroke my ego because my boyfriend is not doing it or my husband is not doing it. Now I'm considered a cheater. Now it's a problem. Now, you know, now I I have to feel bad because the attention that I've been seeking from my partner that my partner hasn't been giving me, now I've I've received it from another man and now now I'm deemed a cheater because I allowed that attention to come from someone else. Is that fair to me? Because if I've been telling you over and over and over again that this is what I need, this is what I want, you know, attention is lacking. You're not showing me enough attention. You're on your phone too much. You're going here, you're going there. You're not showing me enough attention. And then I and then I choose to get it, you know, from another guy, then I'm wrong. Then I'm deemed a cheater. But I've been asking you for these things for however long. So is it my fault or is that your fault? Like whose fault, who's, whose fault is that? Like who takes the blame for that? Now, granted, I guess the woman or the man, whoever it is, who's receiving the attention, I guess they have to take some kind of responsibility for it because they allowed the other person in. However, at the same time, the other, the significant other has to take some responsibility. So you said both. So I agree. The significant other has to take some responsibility in the fact that she's been asking or he's been asking you and letting you know that this is what they need and you've been ignoring it. So now you're upset and now you're calling her a cheater or calling him a cheater because they allowed that attention to come from an outside source. So I feel like I feel like, like Bruce said, I feel like it's both. I feel like it's it's both. And I feel like that's the conversation that needs to be had between um, in your relationship. Because I feel like it's, it's I feel like it's both your fault. And I feel like touch, there's this thing and I heard this, this term or whatever, and it's called touch starvation. So it's, I guess it's when you are when you need the attention, when you need the affection, when you need the touch from your partner and they're just not like, they're not touching you. They've gone days, weeks, months without even giving you that physical contact. Um, there's a such thing as being starved of that. And there's a such thing as kind of like, you need that. Like as humans, we need that human connection. Like we need to touch. I know for me personally, I like, Physical touch is one of my love languages. And we talked about love languages um, in my previous show on the live show. Um, I asked the crowd if they thought love languages was a real thing. And for me, I think love languages is. And physical touch is definitely one of my personal love languages. Like, I love to be touched by my partner. Like, for his hand to be constantly on me is what I crave. Like, that's it, it's not good enough for him to just be standing next to me. Like I need his hand on my back, on my leg, on my arm, like holding my hand, like something, some kind of physical connection. Um, I need, that's definitely a part of my love language. And a lot of people maybe don't know what it's called, or maybe don't identify it as a love language, but a lot of people need that as well. So if you're not getting that in your relationship, then you start seeking that from outside sources. Then, you know, other people think you're so beautiful. Other people think that, you know, you're so smart, you're so great, you're this and you're that. 
And now you're starting to get pulled in a different direction because they're seeing what you want your partner to see and he's not or she's not getting it. So like I said, a lot of people on my live, during my live show acknowledges acknowledge that love language is love language is definitely a thing. Um, like I said, a lot of people may not know that that's what it is or that's the name for it. Because like I said, it was a whole bunch of stuff that I learned that I knew what the act was, but I didn't know what the name for it was. And love language is definitely a thing. And if you don't do anything else in your relationship, and this goes both ways for guys and girls. And I know a lot of guys are going to say, oh, that's bullshit. That's not a thing. That's something y'all made up. That's girls just made that up, whatever. Um, a lot of guys don't believe it, but what I need you to understand is for us, it is a thing for a lot of people. It is a thing. So it will behoove you to know in your relationship, what your partner's love languages are. So even if, um, y'all having a conversation one day and you just bring it up, like, Hey, do you think that love language is a thing? And if they say yes, no, or whatever, continue the conversation by saying, well, Hey, this is what I feel. This is what my love languages are. Does that make sense to you? Or is that something that, you know, you can understand? And do you feel as though you have different things that you crave from me that you're not getting or that you think that would be your quote unquote love language? Because love languages could be a plethora of things and you not even realize that that's what it is, but that's definitely what it is. So this whole touch starvation thing, I think it goes hand in hand with the love language thing because, um, Right. So you may not be able to admit to it or dudes may not understand. Because I mean, because the thing is, honestly, before maybe a few years ago, I'd never heard the, the term love language. Like that was never a thing when I, you know, started dating or dating before or growing up. Love language was never a thing that was discussed. So it's it's pretty new. So a lot of people think it's bullshit. But I think that it's just something that we've learned over time that's actually a thing and that's actually how people feel. Like you may know, like, oh, I do need this from my partner or I do crave X, Y, and Z from my partner, but you just don't know what it's called. So I may need these words of affirmation from my man. I may need these words of affirmation from my woman, but you don't know that it's part of your love language. You just think that you need them to quote unquote pour into you mentally, not realizing that that's part of your makeup. That's part of your love language. That's part of what you crave. And I feel like we all have it. So if my, if one of mine is physical touch, one of mine is definitely physical touch. Like I said, so I need to convey that to my partner and let him know like, hey, you know, I love when your hands are on me. I'd rather you touch me than not. Like, don't ever think that you're touching me too much because you never could touch me too much. Um, so that's one of mine. So I can also say that gift giving, like I love to be of service to my man. Like um, one of, well, everybody that know me know I love Beyonce. That's like, you know, that's my sister in my head. Um, Blue is my niece in my head, but mind your business because, yeah. So um, the, the, her song Catered to You, that speaks directly to my soul because I feel as though that's the kind of wife and that's the kind of person I want to be to my mate. And that's a part of 
my love language as well. Although I want to do that for him, that's still a part of my love language. That's that's me. Now, another one of my girlfriends during the live show, um, she said that cooking and feeding her man was one of her love languages. So that's her thing. So although it's her doing it for him, it's still her a part of her love language. It's not his. So his, I mean, he may be like, thank you, babe. Like, I love all the food. I love all the attention. But for him, that's not per se his love language. It's a part of hers. So hers is to make sure that he's fed. And I mean, she's apparently like that with everyone. Like, she wants to feed everybody. Like, she, she you know, that's her thing. So that's a part of her love language. So it doesn't always have to be something that's in for you. It could be something that you do for others, but it's still a part of who you are as a person, which kind of makes up your love language. And like I said, a lot of people don't understand that. And a lot of people think that it's BS, mostly guys. I mean, I feel like mostly girls get it. Um, girls get the whole love language thing. Guys seem to think that it's something that us as women just made up as one more thing, kind of like, you know, Valentine's Day. They think that that shit's just made up for us to get gifts. So I feel like love languages to them is another thing that's just kind of like this made up myth thing. But if you think about it, if you sit and actually think about it, you'll say, hmm, well, I do like when she does this and I really enjoy when she does that. And when she doesn't do this, it makes me feel a kind of way. These are things that are probably speaking to your love language. You just don't know what to call it. So if you if you feel as though like I, this is bullshit, this is made up, I can't get with this, whatever. Um, I just just think about it. Just think about the things that you like, the things that you like for her to do, the things that you don't like her to do, and just think about it. And I feel as though then you'll figure out exactly what your love language is. Um, for me personally, like I said, I know what mine are. Um, I'm very in touch with what mine are. And I try to convey that to my partner, what mine is as well. And I really encourage him to let me know his is because I want to not only fulfill my own love languages, but I want to make sure his love languages is fulfilled as well. So I don't want to be selfish and say, oh, this love language thing is only about women. It's all about me and forget what he, no, I want to know what his love languages is as well as for him to know what mine is. Because for me, that's a part of communication. And for me, that's a part of a healthy relationship. And I'm sorry, I know I went on this rant, this love language rant to, <laughs> or whatever, but I just feel very strongly about it. And I feel like that makes for a good relationship um, and a successful one too as well, because where sex is very important and that's 90% of what we talk about here. Um, but I feel as though being mental, being mentally aware of your significant other because when I heard this touch starvation thing, I was like, hmm, that could probably be a thing for someone like me who one of my love languages is physical touch. So for me, this whole touch starvation thing could really be a thing. Like I really could feel some type of way if I'm not touched for a day, a week, a month or whatever. That could really cause someone like me, you know, to feel some type of way. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who enjoys or likes or love part of their love language is physical touch. I'm sure it's not just me. I'm sure there's plenty of other people who enjoy the touch of their significant other. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to just be walking around in the street and random people like touching me. Like that's not, that's not what I mean. Um, I mean, from my significant other, cause truth be told, 
outside or or outside of that i really don't want to be touched like random people touching you is not a thing like that's weird and so that's not what i mean i just mean as far as your significant other is concerned touch starvation um and when i heard like i said when i heard the term i it resonated with me a little bit because i feel like for someone like me that could be that could definitely be be a thing um and that's definitely a way to make me feel some type of way um especially if we're in the same space um and you sitting all the way over there like why are you so far away like my first question is like why are you so far away like i'm over here you over there that's not cool so the touch starvation thing is definitely a thing. Um, I also wanted to touch on really quick before I get off of here, because I said this wasn't going to be a long one. Um, why do we think that, and, and again, this this conversation always continues, even after I'm off alive um, on during the comments. Why do we think that it's so hard for women opposed to men to age? Um, now, don't get me wrong. I feel as though... I feel pretty good about the way that I'm aging. Um, I feel pretty confident in the way that um, I'm maturing. But there's definitely women who feel as though them maturing is a bad thing. Like they don't want to grow older. They don't want to, you know, whatever. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to dye my hair every chance I get. I'm going to dye them grays right up out of my hair all the time. But that's not, I don't think that's me not embracing my the aging process i think it's just a personal preference for me personally now and i know people who are my age who just let their gray hair just be what it is and it looks amazing um on them i'm just not one i've always been one to change my hair change my hair color whatever and like i said for those people out here who know me know that this is true like i've never just i've always done different stuff to my hair my entire life since i was in like ninth grade i've always been able to do my own hair change it whenever i want to whatever so that's not what i mean when i say not embracing the aging process i mean like botox i mean like liposuction i mean like serious things going under the knife to make yourself appear to be younger than you actually are and not embracing the age that you are because hell i tell people all the time i got a 28 year old child so we should be 29 in january so you do the math like so my age to me although i do joke around a lot um loss of attention i mean i guess although i joke around a lot when it comes to you know my children's age or you know how old i am or whatever and i always say i'm a woman of a certain age if you know you know um However, I'm very much aware of my age. I'm very much confident in myself and I'm very much self-aware. Like I I'm, I do things now because I want to do them. I say the things that I say because it's funny. But everybody that I know know my birthday is next Wednesday, Leo gang. And I'll be 46 years old and I'm completely fine with that. I'm completely fine with the fact that I look the way I look and I'll be 46 um, in a week. And... If you want to come hang out with me all next week, just hit me in my inbox and we'll let you know where we're going to be because it's going to be a turn up because you know how us Leos do. But anyway, back to the topic. Why do y'all think, and I just had someone say loss of attention. Um, And I guess uh, it's funny because when you say lack of confidence, I feel like women, us women born in the 70s, right? I was born in the late 70s, but I'm going to embrace the whole 70s. 
us women born in the 70s, I look at us, a lot of us, and I'm like, damn, she look good. Damn, he looks good. Like, us, when you were born in the 70s, it's like you have a different, you have a different glow about you. Like you have, like you grew up a little different and it doesn't even show in the way that you've matured because a lot of people born in the seventies, we went through, we've been through some stuff. Um, but when I look at us now, I'm just like, damn, these young girls could never, these young boys could never, like we just aged very well. And I say that with very much pride because it could have went a different way. It could have been way different for us because like I said, we lived through some shit. We've been through some shit. And, and the way we raise our kids now, these, these little nappy head kids that never know what it's like to grow up in the eighties and nineties. We was born in the seventies, raised in the eighties and the nineties was, you know, like you, we've been through it. So I just feel like you're going to say not all of us. Um, maybe, I mean, you can't, say all of nothing but major i'm gonna say the majority of people who i grew up with that i went to high school with majority of them i can say we aged pretty well we we did okay we made it through and we aged pretty well so i just don't understand why for women it's so hard for us to to just let it go and let it be because believe me when i tell you as confident as i am in myself i'm not aside from some makeup and some weave and maybe these braces, that's as far as I'm going to change my look. That's as far as it's getting. Now I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put on a good beat and I'm gonna put on some, you know, some braids or, you know, a good sewing and I'm getting my teeth corrected outside of that. Like that's all I got for you for changing my appearance. Other than that, it's all genetics. It, it all came from Janet. Um, so they say you get it from your mama. That's where I got it from. And, and now I'm going to stand on that. So it's just weird for me when I see women of our age or even a little bit older trying so hard to be younger or to appear younger or getting all of these surgeries and dying under the knife and all of these things just to, to I guess, appear younger and to keep up with the standard of today's woman when in all actuality, they just want to be look, they, they wish they could look like us when they get in their 40s. So, and for us to be trying to revert back to that and date younger guys and be and do all of these things, it's just, it's just beyond me. And I just wanted to get someone else's opinion on why you guys think that some women, and it's mostly women, think that they have to do certain things to appear younger and not embrace their actual age. Because like I said, for me, I embrace 46. I am waiting to see what 46 has in store for me. 45 was pretty good to me. I'm trying to wait to see what 46 has for me. So, I mean, and like I said, again, that's just me. And this might be the wine talking because I did drink almost a whole cup. And like I said, if you know, you know. Okay, so he said dudes do it too. I, I, don't, I don't really pay attention to it in guys. I really kind of, I guess, more so pay attention to it in, in women. But, you know, that's just, that was that. Um, like I said, my birthday is next Wednesday. And if you know me, you know, there'll be a week long celebration going on. Um, different places, different activities, different things. If you want to be a part of one or more, just text me if you got my number or inbox me if you don't. And I will definitely let you know where we're going to be at. But again, um, the next 
the gym is a sign of it. Okay, so a lot of guys start going to a gym. But is that just them wanting to, to upkeep their body and, and like try to maybe be healthier? Um, or is that them trying to look younger? I feel like that's just maybe them trying to be more healthy or be healthier. Um, but again, um, I know that's right, Renee. Hey. She says she she says she's 59 and she thinks she aged very beautiful. And I completely agree with you. I completely agree. I, I think that you've aged very well. And that's what I mean. Like if we just leave well enough alone, we're fine. We'll be good. Cause as they, you know, the old saying says, black don't crack. So, you know, when we start doing it's when we start doing other things to ourselves that start to play a part in it. Like you start drinking too much or you start smoking too much or you start, you know, doing different drugs. All of that plays a part in the way you age as well. So if you do those things to yourself, then of course, you know, you're not going to age that well because you you have other outside influences that's messing you up. But if you don't do those things or if you do those things in moderation, like most of us, then I feel like you'll age pretty well. But if you start adding different drugs and different, you know, too much alcohol, different things into your system, then of course it's going to alter the way you age as well. I mean, and that's just, like I said, again, all of these things are just my opinion. Um, but I also, like I said, I just feel like when you start to do different things and different drugs, um, it, it alters your appearance as well. So those people who didn't age well, Mr. Bruce, that you're saying some of us, look at their life that they live. You know, do they smoke all the time? Do they drink all the time? Are they always in the street? Do they pop pills? You know, whatever. All of these are things that you know, alter how you age. Um, and for me, like I said, I'm not saying I don't drink. I'm drinking wine right now. I drink in moderation. I don't do. I drink hard liquor every single day, every single night. I don't. I very rarely drink hard liquor. I mostly drink wine. So these are all things that will alter the way you age. And, and that's just, you know, a fact. But again, I've had a good time on here with y'all. I'm not going to stay too much longer. Again, my next segment of shows will definitely be dedicated to our entrepreneurs. Um, at first, I said women entrepreneurs, but I don't want to limit it to just women because I know too many guys who also are doing their thing as well. So I want to say entrepreneurs. So if you want to come on the show or if you just want me to feature your product on the show um, and let people know where they can find you aside from coming on the show excuse me, that's fine as well. I just want to highlight some of our greatness. Um, a lot of, like I said, a lot of us out here are doing great things and some people just don't know about it. So I want to actually use my platform as small as it may be, and it's growing. Um, but I may have one or two people on here who didn't know that you do what you do and may need your service. Um, so I, I, I really want to take the, this next segment of shows for like, say like the next three months, starting next, starting two weeks from now um, and highlight some of our greatness that we have. Cause a lot of people, again, our seventies babies were killing it on a lot of different levels. So a lot of people I know personally are doing their thing and are, they have their own businesses or have their own clothing lines or, or are doing different things in our, in our community. Um, so I want to kind of like make sure that that gets put, to the forefront and it's not you know overlooked because like i said my platform is smaller you know whatever as it may be i may have someone on my platform who can use your service or what need what you have um so starting next week i'm going to highlight someone 
You know, if you know somebody who's not on here right now, or if you know someone who don't follow me, you can steer them in my direction. Like I said, I'm taking all inboxes on my Instagram though, not on my Facebook inbox. Inbox me on Instagram um, at grown underscore AF the pod on Instagram. DM me on Instagram and we can figure out whether you want to come in my, my little studio and have a conversation with us and vibe or whatever. Or if you just want to... Um, give me some of your product or, or let me know some things about your product and have me talk about it um, with my audience at my next show. Either way, it's fine with me. Um, but like I said, I just want to get some of our greatness out there because I feel like we have a bunch. Um, my time is pretty much winding down here. Um, so also, like I said, my birthday is next week. If y'all want to come and party with us, we'll definitely be doing some good stuff starting on Sunday. I think we're starting our celebrations on Sunday. So Sunday and all next week, I'll be out and about doing different things. So if you're free and you want to come out and, and have some fun with us, hit me up in my inbox.